Okay, people, it is definitely mock draft season, Mm -hmm. and we've decided to do a mock draft today with you and explain some of the strategies that you could potentially do in your mock drafts this year. It's going to be fun. Let's get straight to it. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. Alrighty. Wow. Wow. We're here again. It's actually always. July, bro. It's actually July. It's 7 1. 7 1 21. Six more days or, until my birthday. 01 7, depending on where you live. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that? Six more days day until my birthday? Out. What are you going to do for your birthday, by the way? I don't know. I really don't. We're technically in lockdown right now in Australia. So mm-hmm. um, I really can't do anything, which kind of sucks, but it's okay. You know what's funny is when whenever the lockdown first started, everyone was doing like these Zoom birthday parties. My oh, God, really? those should we do the Zoom birthday parties? I mean, <laughs> I just said they're the worst, but sure, if you want to. That's funny. Um, the Suns are playing right now. Just so you know, in the background, it's Suns clips. So we might be talking about that every once in a while. Mm-hmm. We've got a bunch of people from our Discord who are going to do a mock draft with us today and we're going to do some specific strategies. So shout out to Pauly D, shout out to Tebow, Cole World, Seven, OJ Splashin, Jack, Seasox, King Adams, Luke Rogers, and Seg and, and Seb, excuse me. Shout out to you guys for joining us. Yeah. Um, I will be doing a no running back strategy, but Daki will be doing... I'll be doing like every position. So running back quarterback tight end a wide receiver and then kind of stacking in all the those first positions four picks in the first four picks so it's going to feel okay. a little bit weird it's going to sound a little bit weird but this is the whole point we're going to do this so you guys can learn we're excited about it that's right we basically wanted to do this so if you wanted to do any of these strategies in your drafts then you could see kind of how they would pan out in a real life scenario. This is no auto draft these are real people that we're drafting with shout out to these guys mm-hmm. by the way if you want to draft with us we do three we do two to three live mock drafts pretty much every week so you can join our discord community if you want to be a part of these in the future the link is solo.to slash fantasyland football it's the same link that's in the bio of all of our social media Mm -hmm. and uh, you can find our discord there so you can actually mock draft with us dynasty redraft we're doing all of them for you guys yeah uh and it, it's going to be fun. So Yeah, if you actually want to right. do this for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you actually want to do this for real and do real drafts, patreon.com slash fantasylandfam. Uh, mm-hmm. We have Dynasty and Redraft Leagues. And if you want to do Best of Both Worlds, which means you can play Dynasty and Redrafts, check those out, patreon.com slash fantasylandfam. Bib, yes, the sir. draft. So you have 15 seconds on the clock. It was CMC, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, and there goes Dalvin Cook. Mm -hmm. This is a PPR redraft league that we're doing here. One quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one flex. Correct. And we're not going to draft kickers or or defense because there's not really a big point to do that. Yeah. But Badaki took Dalvin Cook. Great way to start your strategy where you go four positions with your first four picks. (laughs) Dalvin Cook's not not a bad way to start there. Yeah, I love Dalvin Cook. You know, between Dalvin or Saquon, technically Dalvin Cook is still ahead in my rank as much as I love my boy Say Say, my New York football giants. Sometimes you have to go with what you know and, you know, the PPR monster and Dalvin Cook and the touchdown guy there and Dalvin Cook. This offense wants to run with Dalvin Cook and I'm excited for it. Yeah. Don't hesitate to draft Dalvin. 
in, mm-hmm. in this year. So off the board, it's at CMC, Derek Henry, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, Zeke, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor at the 1.7. I'm getting more and more okay with Jonathan Taylor this year. There was reports that just recently came out today, actually, basically alluding to the fact that the Colts are all yeah. in with giving Jonathan Taylor the full workload. Yep, that's the, the lion's share of the workload. Uh, and that's exciting if you're a Jonathan Taylor fan. Are you becoming more okay with Jonathan Taylor after hearing that? Because I know you've been hesitant on him. Yeah, look, it it's definitely something that I am going to look into. I do like Jonathan Taylor, but I'm just skeptical of his ADP. I'm not saying he's not talented. Mm-hmm. I'm just skeptical of his ADP. You know, everyone took him kind of like the Clyde thing. You know, you don't want to take Clyde the first five picks and then he does all this stuff, you know, like you took Travis Kelsey in the first. That's interesting, by the way. Yeah. So I'm going no RB strategy here. And mm-hmm. I think in every, and this is my just personal opinion. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go no RB strategy, you have to get Travis Kelsey in either the first or second rounds. It's the only way that this makes sense because it gives you that kind of X factor um, when you're not going heavy RBs uh, off the top. So <clears throat> Travis Kelsey, I took him at the 11 spot. And now I know that if Tyreek Hill or Stefan Diggs comes back to me, I'm chilling. I- I'm chilling with this no RB strategy. I just want to make sure I get Travis Kelsey because I feel like if I'm not going to have a heavy RB room i want to have that strength in my in my tight ends yeah no definitely makes sense aaron jones at the 1-8 austin eckler the 1-9 nick chubb and then travis kelsey and then tyreek goes at the 112 here so that sucks yeah (laughs) so then i'm assuming it's going to be stefan Diggs because i'm assuming that this guy is going to take a running back which he just did so now now you're on the clock here so looking at my rankings mm mm-hmm in my redraft rankings, my next wide receiver, because there's only two off the board, yeah, it would be Stefan Diggs. So I'm going to go ahead and grab Diggs here. I'm going Kelsey Diggs to start off the draft. I feel pretty good about that start. I would have rather gone both of the Chiefs and gone Hill and Kelsey uh, because obviously best offense <laughs> that we've Man. ever seen. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely great. You know, I, I, I love Stefan Diggs, honestly. Yeah, I, I just love him. I was going to say he can be my my wide receiver one, but no way above Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. at the moment with Patrick Mahomes. Those two are just 1A, 1B, really, in my opinion. Yep. Agreed. 100%. Okay, so after Travis Kelsey, or after Diggs, excuse me, we see Najee Harris at the 2-3, Joe Mixon at the 2-4, and A.J. Brown at the 2-5, Antonio Gibson. At the 2-6. Sorry, I don't know if I said that properly. DK Metcalf goes off the board. So who are you looking to grab here, Badaki? You have to go four different positions with your first four picks. Yeah, I think I just want to solidify that tight end position, kind of like you. Um, my tight end two at the moment is George Kittle. Um, okay. I believe Trey... Uh, I was going to say Trey Diggs. <laughs> I don't know why. I believe Trey Lance is going to be starting sooner than everyone thinks. So I'm going to take George Kittle yep. as my second pick of the draft. So Dalvin Cook and George Kittle for me. And I'm definitely going to go wide receiver in the third the third pick because there's so much depth there. Mm-hmm. Agreed. 
there's a lot of depth at wide receiver. So that's why I'm not really a fan of doing the wide receiver, wide receiver heavy, heavy yeah. drafts. But I, I'm, I'm more doing this so you guys can kind of see what it would look like if you were to kind of punt the RBs early. You'll get some X factors, but I think at the end of this, I'm going to be slightly disappointed with the results that I end up seeing. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins at the 210. J.K. Dobbins is a guy that's really hard to gauge, man. Um, Clyde was still on the board. DeAndre Swift was still on the board. Mm-hmm. So I guess the question is, Badaki, are you going J.K. Dobbins or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? At the moment, I'm going Clyde. I love Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think I've been saying it. I'm going to say it again. He is on one of the best offenses in the NFL. Why wouldn't you take somebody? It's like t- it's like taking Tyreek. Obviously, Clyde is mm-hmm. not on Tyreek level, but why wouldn't you be taking Tyreek because he's on the best offense in the NFL? Why wouldn't I take Clyde yeah. knowing that he's on the best offense? This offensive line gets better. Clyde is the guy, in my opinion, there. Obviously, he had a rocky start to the season. Le'Veon Bell came in. It kind of got confusing. We thought Bell was going to take a lot of touches. Bell did nothing. Just ruins Clyde's mental state and probably Andy Reid's mental state of like how they're going to utilize all these guys in this offense. Has to be Clyde for me. Okay. I'll tell you what. A lot of these guys that we're mocking with are taking wide receivers early. So this is this is going to make this really, really difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already got Calvin Ridley off the board in the second. Adams is off the board, Hopkins, Metcalf, A.J. Brown, all off the board in the first two rounds. Yeah. So this is going to make it really difficult for me to do this wide receiver heavy strategy, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the board. I'm trying to think about who I'm going to be taking here. And I think it's going to fall to the guy that I think that you're going to be fading the whole time for this ADP. Patrick Mahomes, isn't it? Patty? Uh, probably most likely I can, I can go Patrick Mahomes or a wide receiver here so we'll, we'll see but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Patty because I think he's going to fold to me so we'll see okay so Clyde goes off the board at the 3-2 um, players that were still on the board was Sanders DeAndre Swift I feel like that's that's definitely the right move yeah. there I guess um, one thing I kind of want to talk about Derrick Henry at the 1-2 how do you, mm-hmm. would you is that a possibility that you would do at all Going into this season, I think, I think it's, I think one three is a possibility for me. Okay, I think Cook has to be the locked in one point two. Okay. CMC has to be the locked in one one. By the way, I'm just gonna pause uh, this draft quickly and change it to thirty seconds. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So um, this podcast doesn't go on for so long, um, but I'll just quickly say on that. Yeah, Derrick Henry, I'm I'm comfortable taking him at the 1.3 onwards. I think between Derrick Henry, Kamara, I don't think you can choose the wrong answer there. So how comfortable are you taking him at the 1.3, though? You might not feel the same way. No, I'm not. I think this offense is going to change. How much? I'm, I'm not. When I say change, okay, let's really think about it. Derrick Henry had an insane amount of opportunities to run the ball last year. You know, he hit like mm-hmm. record, um, record breaking of how many touches this guy got. I mean, obviously we all believe in regression. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. believe, and I'm pretty sure you don't believe that this guy is going to have the same amount of opportunity that he had last year. So I don't think the one, two is actually correct with that value. So, and Zach is stressing here because all the tight end, all the wide receivers are going off the board. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, I don't know what I'm... How am I supposed to do a wide receiver heavy strategy when we have almost more wide receivers off the board than running backs? Yeah, it, it's crazy right now at the moment. I'm, it looks like a, I'm going to have a good running back coming to me in the fifth round, hopefully. There's already <laughs> 10 wide receivers off the board and we're we're not even in the third round. Oh my gosh, this is crazy, dude. I'm going to have to go Michael Thomas here. <laughs> Do I like it? No, absolutely not. But uh, I'm going Travis Kelsey, Stefan Diggs, and Michael Thomas with my first three picks. And again, this is a really good example as to why you really need to let the draft board fall to you. These strategies are great, and you're going to see what our teams look like. But we aren't massive fans of following a specific strategy and you're going to find out why we're going to explain that at the end of this when we look at how our team is actually formulated but it's so crucial to let the draft board fall to you naturally Uh, you don't want to be reaching because of a certain strategy you don't want to be the guy who takes someone too early just because you're trying to follow a strategy or you're following a trend that you see on the draft board let it fall to you and unfortunately with the strategy i'm trying to do now I'm seeing that kind of bite me in the ass. Yeah, it's definitely hard. And people do that. You know, you do solidify a lot of these positions, especially one big position. And that's a great. You take CeeDee Lamb there. I mean, your wide receivers are strong. Let's be completely honest. Your wide receivers are strong. But now it's the it's all going to be like, well, your, mm-hmm. your running backs are going to be weak. What's going to happen is that you're going to have to be trading some of these guys going into the season because you're going to need to get value at different positions. Uh huh. You know, and, and so I start my draft: Travis Kelsey, Stefan Diggs, Michael Thomas, and C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. I really like it, man. It's just now, what kind of running backs can I get on the return? I'll be honest. Instead of Michael Thomas, I thought Keenan mm-hmm. Allen was going to be there. Yeah, I knew that was so, a guy that you were hoping to get. And you know, I guess that's another good question: Why did you take Michael Thomas over Chris Godwin? You know, uh, over mm-hmm. Amari Cooper? And obviously, you got C.D. Lamb at the turn, but. Yeah. Why did you take him over all those other guys? Because you were hoping. I still believe in Michael Thomas. Okay. I still believe in Michael Thomas, and I think whoever the quarterback is, they're going to have an effective game plan going forward. As far as how do we get our stars involved? How do we get Alvin Kamara involved? How do we get MT involved? And they weren't able to do that when Drew Brees went down last year. That was never a part of their game plan. So you're not going to get your stars and just because there's a new starter at quarterback, you're just not you're not going to avoid them. You're going to have them a part of the plan. And there's no other wide receiver there that they can count on. Michael Thomas is the only wide receiver there that they can count on. So he's going to see a ton of targets. I'm absolutely comfortable taking him in the third round. Yeah. I think people are underdrafting him. So I'm going to capitalize on that this year. Okay, and I'm on the board here. 16 seconds. Sheesh. Best available is Cooper Cup. And I do have Cooper Cup high on my ranking. So I think I'm going to go Cooper Cup here because there's no wide receivers. All the top wide receivers are gone here for me, which is crazy. Okay, so you start Dalvin Cook, George Kittle, Patrick Mahomes, and Cooper Cup. Not a, not a terrible little squad we got going on there. Yeah, you know, another guy that I could I would have considered taking is DJ Moore and taking the chance on him, but... I could have really reached, take a guy that I like, like a Brandon Ayuk, you know, Kenny G, something like that. But I just thought that was too much of a reach. I do believe Cooper Cup still will be valuable in that offense um, and still get his touches and looks, especially, you know, with Matthew Stafford on the center. Is Cooper Cooper Cup either Kenny G or is Cooper Cup 
um, Marvin Jones, if that makes sense, in, in the Detroit Lions right. offense with right. Matthew Stafford there. So we just need to figure out what happens. I think in, in Dynasty League specifically, this is a redraft that we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. I think people are way over drafting Robert Woods in Dynasty. He's an older guy. Mm-hmm. He's going to be involved this year, but I mean, the wheels have to fall off at some point. And Robert Woods is being drafted ahead of Cooper Cup in Dynasty Leagues. It's just, it's just not what I would be personally doing. Yeah, I, I completely understand. Let me ask you about Travis Etienne because Travis Etienne just went off the board at the four twelve. Okay, how high are we comfortable taking him in a redraft league? You know, I'm I'm happy with him there. Like I said, I Kareem Hunt just went off the board and. It's between Travis Etienne and Kareem Hunt for me because I'm taking a Miles Sanders, a Josh Jacobs, obviously a Monty. Uh, those are the guys I'm taking over Travis Etienne. I'm just, I can't go on, on the Kareem Hunt train. So I think for me, I'm taking Etienne there. I think that's value in my perspective. All the top running backs, in my opinion, have gone off the board. That's going to give me value according to my rankings. So I, I, I think that's okay in my opinion. Okay. So Travis Etienne, we're comfortable with him in the fifth is what it feels like, right? The fifth round is kind of where it starts to get comfortable. Yeah. Um, so you're on the board here now. I'm You've go got back. Dalvin Cook, Kittle, Mahomes, and Cooper Cup. What are you thinking here? I'm thinking Javante Williams or Miles Gaskin. Ten seconds here. I think I'm going to go with the touches that, what, that I know that because I'm going to need to win games. So I'm going to take Miles mm-hmm. Gaskin here because I know he's going to be starting Obviously, Javante Williams, I think we both believe he's going to be starting, but Melvin Gordon is there. Uh, maybe I should have taken Javante Williams. But I took Miles Gaskin. I do think there is a opportunity there for him to kind of, you know, get this role going, you know. And if I can't mm-hmm. – and this is what's good about this because if Miles Gaskin doesn't work out, I could be trading a George Kittle, a Patrick Mahomes, all these guys to get value in a different position, you know, like – yeah. I can trade a Patrick Mahomes, for example, a Monty and a lower, a lower tier quarterback, you know, and I get a better position in a running back and I get, still get a decent quarterback as an example. So it really depends on how you value these guys and what you think you can kind of get out of them. Uh, yeah, you're on the agreed. clock here and you go. So ahead and make I'm it on there. the clock here. I have no running backs yet. OK, I have Kelsey. Diggs, Michael Thomas, and CeeDee Lamb. I'm looking at the at the running backs that are, are available, and Javante Williams is there at the end of the fifth round, and I'm cheering. Mm-hmm. I am so excited to see Javante Williams there at the fifth round. This is making me feel a lot more comfortable about this strategy. <laughs> we could be uh, on a comeback here. You could with be. this strategy. You just got to figure out who's going to be your RB2 because that's going to be the big question there. Oh. I have an idea for an RB2 okay. going forward. So... I'm not too worried about that. I think I might actually punt on an RB this round as well, like this upcoming round. So the 5'11", Javante Williams, the 5'12", Mike Davis. And um, I'm now waiting to see, is the quarterback I want going to fall to me? He is. So I take Dak Prescott here. So my team starts with my first six picks. Dak Prescott. Stefan Diggs, Michael Thomas, CeeDee Lamb, Travis Kelsey, and Javante Williams. I'm liking this team. Yeah, it's good. It's I'm actually really liking this it's team, decent, man. It's decent, you know. I mean, Javante Williams is great. Does he start? When does he start? I think that's the big question. I think we do believe he's going to start week one. 
there could be a chance where he doesn't, but I think th- that's a chance you take here drafting, going wide receiver heavy um, when you yeah. do this strategy. Um, Agreed. Deontay Johnson, 5-5, five, five, Adam Thielen, Kyler Murray, Lamar, Jask- Lamar Jackson, TJ Hawkinson, James Robinson, obviously you took Javante Williams, and then Mike Davis. Let's talk about James Robinson, in my opinion. Um, is do you take him? Do you take him at the five ten? Like, is that too yeah. early? Obviously, you should. I would be taking a uh, uh, Javante Williams, a, My, a Mike Davis. I would personally be taking over him. You know, I'm not excited about James Robinson there. No, neither. And I'm I on don't the board think I here. can take James Robinson above any of those guys. I definitely take Mike Davis over him. I definitely take Miles Gaskin, Javante Williams. I think even Raheem Mostert is kind of like on the edge for me. Okay. Potentially taking him or Trey Sermon even over over James Robinson. So you make your pick. Let's just tell people what the sixth round looks like. Okay. Ayuk, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert in the sixth, T. Higgins, Tyler Lockett, Mark Andrews, Devonta Smith, Raheem Mostert, and then you just took Jerry Judy at the sixth nine. Yeah, I regret so, it now. Judy over a lot of other people, man. Yeah, I regret it because I tell you my thought process. I was hoping Ronald Jones was going to fall to me because I thought Ronald Jones was going to come and back. You know what? I can really solidify my running back room there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought Jerry Judy was a good pick there. I do believe he's going to come up and and do something special. I don't I don't like any of the other wide receivers there. You know, I, Juju Smith, Od- Odell Beckham, DJ Chark um, were the top guys. Cortland Sutherland, I do like. Um, but I think Jerry Judy is that PPR guy that's going to get, he's going to play the slot. He's going to be the guy that Man, hopefully. It's so hard. It's just so hard to say with Jerry because we don't know who his quarterback is going to be. Yeah. If it's Drew Locke, that's a terrible pick. If it's te- if it's Teddy, then I'm liking the pick. It's just hard to say mm-hmm. who's actually going to be the starter there. Yeah, I, I completely <laughs> understand. Me. And both of the guys that I hope that was going to come back to me have gone. Ronald Jones or Cortland Sutton. Not that I would be take, taking Cortland Sutton with Jerry Judy. But man, like mm. this is really hard because I'm not excited about the depth on my running back room or my wide receiver room. I have Dalvin Cook, Cooper Cup, Jerry Judy, Patrick Mahomes, and George Kittle. Mm. I'm not excited starting Miles Gaskin as my wide receiver too, as my running back too, and I'm not excited to start Jerry Judy as my wide receiver too. So mm-hmm. man, it, it's hard to do this every position strategy at the one four here. Yeah. I think we're only really going to know at the end of this draft if we really liked it. And I hope you guys are enjoying this formatted podcast. We wanted to do something a little bit more chill today and I guess give you guys the opportunity to kind of hear our thought processes as we do these mock drafts. Because we do a lot of live streams where we do mock drafts. You know, check out our YouTube, youtube.com slash fantasylandfootball. But uh, we wanted you kind of to hear it straight from us, how we process these drafts as we're seeing them, as it unfolds. And obviously we're doing specific strategies, which we might not do in our own drafts, but we wanted you to kind of see all the options on the table for yourselves in drafts this year and hopefully have you try them. So you took LaVishka Chenault there at the 7-4. I'm honestly, I'll be honest with you, I'm just panicking, like... 30 yeah. seconds is hard, but seeing the people that went off the board, Trey Sermons and Michael Carter, I should have, like I said, I just convinced myself to be like, I don't like the people that I'm starting. I should have solidified my running back room there. And I made that mistake not yeah. taking Michael Carter. And this is what's good. So people can learn and understand. Like, if you're not happy, get strong. Wide receivers, they do have a lot of depth. We could have gotten, I could have gotten 
you know, an Elijah Moore, a Rondo Moore, a Rashad Bateman in the next round. And I would have had Michael Carter or Trey Sermon coming to me uh, at the eight, nine. So, yeah, I did. I did. I did do that. Um, and I panicked, panicked, really. Yeah. Happens. So. The after Chenault, it's Trey Sermon, Noah Fant, Michael Carter, Melvin Gordon, DJ Chark, Jalen Waddle. And I'm sitting on the board and I was really. Oh, oh man. I took a risk. I was really hoping Trey Sermon or Michael Carter was going to fall to me. They did it. So I took Chase Edmonds. And then the 12 spot just took Damian Harris and really just stuck a knife deep, <laughs> deep inside me because I was, I should have just taken Damian. And that is completely my fault. Five seconds. And here. Uh, this is what happens when you take a risk, man. I, I thought, hey, I can take Chase Edmonds here and then let Damian Harris fall to me. And it didn't work out. Yeah. It wasn't even like I was like risking for like an entire couple picks. It was it was only one pick, and Damian Harris is gone <laughs> just like that. Oh, one pick. <laughs> uh, I wish I had Damian Harris in this strategy, but I don't. So it's looking much much worse, unfortunately. So I'm looking at the running backs that are still available, and thank God it's only you and I. So I'm gonna look at the guys that I could potentially target in these later rounds okay there's one guy that sticks out to me two guys that stick out to me i see a gus edwards mm-hmm. um i see david johnson yeah, just went david johnson just went i kind of like naeem hines i'm actually gonna have to take gus edwards now because oh my I, God. I don't believe he's gonna come to me i'll be completely honest and i need a, i need another running back I need this that. is awful for me yeah it's, i was hoping zach moss was gonna fall to me and zach moss went i'll tell you the eighth mm-hmm. round Damien Harris, Debo Samuel, Juju Smith, Zach Moss, Kenyon Drake, Robbie Anderson, David Johnson, Dallas Goddard, Dallas Goddard, and then Gus, Gus Edwards at the 8-9 here. So, look, I'm struggling. I don't know how people I'm do struggling, I don't know how bro. people do this. I'm struggling. What do you mean? <laughs> I freaking, I shouldn't have taken a chance on Chase Edmonds. I hate Chase Edmonds. Why did I take Chase Edmonds? <laughs> I genuinely do not want Chase Edmonds in any of my drafts. And I'm trying to do the strategy for you guys. I took a risk. And now I'm ended up with freaking Chase Edmonds instead of Damian Harris. What's wrong with my freaking dumb ass? Oh my God. It happens, bro. Right it now. really I'm does fuming. happen. So, all right. Tyler Boyd goes, Michael Pittman goes, you guys have heard how much we like Michael Pittman. James mm-hmm. Conner goes at the 8-12. I would just say this about James Conner. This is probably harsh, but I don't feel any reason to draft him. I don't... F- There's nothing in me that wants James Conner on my team. Yeah, look... Is that harsh? Uh, it, it, it mean, maybe a little bit. <laughs> but let me tell you, James Conner, the only reason why I see value is because... As a goal linebacker, that's the only reason. That's the only thing I can tell you. That's the one thing I, I've been hearing, I've been seeing. And I'm on the board here, and I'm going to be taking Rashad Bateman. And I'm excited because that really solidifies my wide receiver room there. But, yeah, back to James Conner. I, I think he does have goal line value, but I do not believe that he has any other value than that. If they get to the goal line and it's, you know, First, first and go at the one. First and go at the two. First and go at the three. They're gonna to try to give it to James Conner to be that bigger back to punch it in. Other than that, I don't see any other value. Yep, agreed. All right, Rashad's there. Aaron Rodgers goes right after him. 
All right, let's give our updated thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Look, if he plays, it's a massive steal at the 9-5. If somehow, I do believe there is a chance that he does play. It really, honestly, it's a 50-50. It's crazy. Like Before, I was l- really leaning on him to play. As we get closer to the season, I hear nothing. I mm-hmm. see nothing. Same. So I do think Aaron Rodgers still has a chance to play. And if he does play and you get him at the 9-5 or anywhere after the fourth round, you are buzzing. Fifth mm-hmm. round, actually. More like fifth round. Yes, sir. You're coming so, up here. What are you thinking? I'm just thinking I'm sad. <laughs> I'm just sad, man. I, I really am upset at myself for taking Edmonds and thinking that Harris would last two picks. And I'm beating myself up over it, but it's just really screwed this strategy. And uh, I don't even like Chase Edmonds at all. Like, I have no interest in Chase Edmonds. And I just did it because I thought I could come back and grab my guy. <laughs> it happened. So I'm going to have to reach on a running back here. Okay. And I'm going to go with Naeem Hines. I love that and pick. In a PPR league, I am starting to find out guys that I like later in drafts. Mm-hmm. Gus Edwards is one of them, but Naeem Hines is one of them as well. Yeah. I think he will still have the third down roll. I don't think Jonathan Taylor gets a three down roll. I think he has a, the first and second down. I could be wrong there, okay. but I feel like Naeem Hines is going to still carry on the role he had last year. So, Getting him that late, I know he's not going to be consistent, but I know he could win me games when I kind of just need to start a running back. Mm. Um, There's another guy that I'm hoping falls to me here at the turn. I took another chance. Let's see if it happens. Uh, So I'm at the 9-11. Naeem Hines went off the board. Adam Troutman goes at the 9-12 right before the 10th round, a guy we both like, who, by the way, Adam Troutman in last year's draft was the best tight end other than Cole Komet. Like, it was arguable. It was was up to you to decide who you liked. Was it Troutman or Cole Komet? That was the conversation. Adam Troutman played at Dayton. He put up like 12 touchdowns his last year in college and was a monster receiving. He had a bunch of receptions, a bunch of receiving yards. You've got to be targeting Adam Troutman late in your drafts this year. Now, Evan Ingram goes off the board, and then I'm stuck here at the 10-2, and I have an option. I can either get one more running back that I think the last guy on the board I really see some value in, or I can go more wide receivers. I'm going to have to grab, because of the strategy that I put myself in, I'm going to have to grab A.J. Dillon here. And my running back room is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I've got Javante Williams, (laughs) Chase Edmonds, Naeem Hines, and A.J. Dillon. This would look a lot better if I had Damien Harris instead of Chase Edmonds, in my opinion. But man, I it's so hard to trust these strategies, man. It is. It's, it's extremely hard. And man, I, I, sometimes you just got to take a chance and hopefully that your team is going to be the team that you hoped for coming in, going into the season. But you, this is a, this is a good part. This is the fun part about drafting. You're not going to mm-hmm. win your league with the team that you drafted. Okay, yep. you're going to win your league by making trades, by moving people, by doing something special um, and during the season, you know, because I can guarantee you I probably won't have George Kittle at, at the end of this, at the end of this, like as going into the season. The first thing I would do right, looking right, at right. my team, 
I would be trading George Kittle because he's a top three tight end. People don't have the best tight ends. People that panicked, you know, I need to, I need to do that. So, um, I took, sorry, let's go off the board. So yeah, AJ Dillon, Rob Gronkowski, this is the 10th round. Sorry. So uh, starting at the 10, Aaron Ingram, AJ Dillon, Rob Gronkowski, Tom Brady at the 10, four. I know you love that value. Come on, baby. Um, Marquise Hollywood Brown, Irv Smith, Jalen Hurts, another guy that we just put a video out on. Yeah. Who we avoid, but... I want to talk about Jalen Hurts and Tom Brady, but just finish this mm-hmm. round. Jarvis I Landry, I took Rondell Moore, Russell Gage goes, Logan Thomas, and then Michael Gallup at the end of the 10th round there. Yeah. So let's talk about Tom Brady and Jalen Hurts in the 10th round. Jalen Hurts first. We just released the podcast, and I told you why you should absolutely avoid Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Now... That was because of how high he was going. Let's let's talk specifically to redraft leagues. In Dynasty, my st- my viewpoint is the same. Mm-hmm. Don't draft Jalen Hurts in Dynasty. Completely avoid him. But here in redraft, I don't know if it's because it's specifically our listeners or not that we're drafting with, but he goes as the quarterback 14 off the board. Jalen Hurts here in the 10th round. Yeah. He's going to have a lot of opportunity in this year with the rushing upside, uh, with the terrible defense, to get him in the 10th round, I feel like that's something I'm comfortable doing. If I'm going to punt the quarterback position and he's still available in the 10th, I'm probably pulling the trigger on a Jalen Hurts there. So I think, uh, obviously, you you have to do this based off of value. But let's also talk about Tom Brady. Goes as the quarterback 13 off the board in the 10th round. Like if I if you could guarantee me that hey don't worry about the quarterback position right. you can get Tom Brady in the tenth I would a hundred percent punt every other quarterback and take Tom Brady in the tenth round he's my quarterback six on the year I'm gonna keep hyping him up I'm gonna keep telling you that you need to draft him as one of the best quarterback sleepers this year I think there's a great chance that he could throw fifty touchdowns I know that sounds crazy the best offense he's ever been in. Great offensive minds in his coaching staff. Rob Gronkowski's still there. You know, he's got that uh, red zone threat. Mike Evans is still there, the red zone threat. Mm-hmm. They got a great running back room, great offensive line. Tom Brady is primed for a great year. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I hear you with Tom Brady, and it's really interesting that he's going in the 10th still. I think as we get closer to the season, people are going to understand. I do believe he's going to go. he's going to go higher as we get closer. Especially if you're going to join one of our leagues and you see Tom Brady on the board in the seventh and the eighth, you're probably going to take a shot on him knowing that Zach likes him if he's still mm-hmm. available and, and knowing that Zach probably didn't take a quarterback. So I do hear that Jalen Hurts, man. I have a little bit of love for him. If you listen to the video, I do have love for him just a little bit. This whole offensive coordinator um, coming out of the um, the uh, L.A. Chargers and kind of doing what they did last year. Chargers had one of the craziest offenses Last year, obviously, Austin Eckler got hurt, but I think they're going to be good. I'm not saying... Let me rephrase that. I don't think the Eagles are going to be good. I think Jalen Hurts are gonna have, is going to have glimpses of great games, and he is going to have another opportunity to start in the 2023... Okay. 2022 season, sorry. Okay. So, I think something I'm going to try with this strategy is to take a extra tight end and an extra quarterback late, and I just want to explain. Okay. So the reason I'm going to try and do that when I do a no RB strategy is because I could take another running back here, but there's genuinely none on the board that I think have any value this year. 
Whereas I still see quarterbacks and tight ends on the board who I think could create really good trade value this year. So I'm going to take Cole Komet here. I'm going to hope that a quarterback that I like falls to me. And the reason I'm going to do that is for trade value. If these guys kind of take off the way that we think that they could, then I'll have more trade value to trade for my area of weakness, which is running back. Um, So it's a strategy I think could work if I do zero RBs. But of course, the guys that I believe in that are those late sleepers could not pan out as well. Yeah, so. I completely agree. I think I always like to do another late tight end at least going into the going into the end of the draft. Um, I have Patrick Mahomes, so I'm pretty confident that I'm not I'm not going to need another tight end. Oh, oh, sorry, uh, quarterback. And the guy that I wanted just went off the board, which is Darnell Henderson. I was hoping I can get that mm. handcuff. I like for, for Cam yeah. Makers because he does have a little bit of injury history. So it looks like I'm going to be going tight end first. Hunter, all right, let's, should we recap? I don't think we recap around 11 there. I don't know if you want to recap that. Well, let's just, I think at this point we can just tell people our teams. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Um, um, because we'll probably be able to explain our teams uh, by the time these, these last two rounds end. So... We obviously uh, only did six bench spots. I think that's pretty typical for a redraft league. Six bench spots, right? Yeah. You either have five or six. Uh, we didn't have any defenses or kickers. Uh, and on that note, you know, you can play with defense or kicker. We still have a league that we have that in, but uh, not everyone really in- enjoys playing with defense and kicker. So it just depends on how you feel about it. It, it. There's really not a wrong answer. People ask us on the live stream sometime. Should I play with defense and kicker? I don't ever see that on your mock drafts. It's not that we hate defense and kicker; like we we still like that. But I love defense with our and mock drafts. It's it just feels irrelevant to to add them into the mock drafts, yeah. right? Yeah, sometimes it's it's irrelevant to for the mock drafts. But I do like playing with defense and kickers for PPR redraft leagues. Um, it just gives you that extra player. You know, it makes you gives you that little extra oomph. A little, more things to watch. Yeah, you know. More things to pay attention when, to. When you see the score go up by one point and by, oh, you know. You know, Justin Tuck must have, must have kicked the field goal. Shout out to Justin Or if it, goes, if it goes negative when you're like, damn it. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> they tried a 50-yard field goal. My kicker shit and missed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so funny. All right. So do you want to start off first? You've, you've got your strategy that you did. Yeah, Just to absolutely. clarify, Badaki's strategy was he wanted in the first four picks to select four different positions. Mm-hmm. So Dalvin Cook at the one, uh, sorry, Dalvin Cook, George Kittle, Patrick Mahomes are my first three um, positional parts. Big key pieces, right? Cooper Cup, Miles Gaskin, Jerry, Judy, LaVisca, Chanel, Gus Edwards, Rashad Bateman, Rondo Moore, Darnell Mooney and Jonu Smith. We still have one more spot going right now, but you know, I am not in love with the with the strategy because I love going RB heavy always, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Whether it's dynasty, Same. sometimes um, right, right after I solidify my quarterback, then I'm going to be going RB heavy. Uh, so that's kind of my thought process there. I'm not in love with it, but I do think my wide receivers have gotten stronger as I. As I got down to the draft, you know, Cooper Cup, Jerry Judy, LaVisca Chanel, Rashad Bateman, Rondell Moore, and Darnell Mooney. I think all those guys have some sort of value. It's just when, you know? Yeah. Agreed. So is this a strategy you're going to be trying in any leagues? I mean... This year? I, I personally don't think so. I can't, I can't go ahead with it. For me, 
the only strategy I would actually do if there was a strategy, I will go two running backs in the first first and second round, and then I'll go quarterback and then go wide receiver in the fourth. That's probably well, the best I think I you're do. more you're more proving my point is what I'm is what I'm kind of hinting at here. Mm-hmm. These strategies, they're fun to do, mm-hmm. but I think when it comes down to it, I would never advise someone to speak to. To, spit. to stick to any particular strategy when they're drafted. Right. Okay. The only strategy that I could say stick to is heavy RB. Other than that, let the board fall to you however it may. Because if you're sticking to a strategy in a real draft for real money, you could find yourself drafting players that you don't even like. Yeah. So, for example, I had to draft Chase Edmonds. I have no interest in Chase Edmonds. I'll show you. I'll I'll list out my team now. My quarterbacks are Dak Prescott and Justin Fields. My running backs are <laughs> Javante Williams, Chase Edmonds, Naeem Hines, AJ Dillon. Really, really weak. My wide receivers are Stefan Diggs, Michael Thomas, CD Lamb, and Devontae Parker. I love my wide receiver core, of course, because I went wide receiver heavy. My tight ends are Travis Kelsey and Cole Komet. Again, my last two picks of Cole Komet and Justin Fields. The reason that I took those guys is because I wanted to potentially have some trade value later on in the year to improve my running backs. I think both of them have a great opportunity to be fantasy relevant. So that's why I selected those guys. But it just proves my point. I'm not happy with this team. I'm not happy with the running backs. So I don't think I'm going to be sticking to this strategy when it comes to a real draft, Padaki. Yeah, I don't think that. Uh, we can really tell you guys to do a strategy like this. We're not. We won't be comfortable telling you to do a strategy like this. You can do it, but we're not comfortable. Uh, like Zach and I, I think we can both agree that we love going running back heavy, especially in a PPR uh, PPR draft. You know, we like to take at least two to three running backs in the first four rounds, depending on how the board the board falls. But for me, for sure, I, it has to be RB heavy, man. You know, like yeah. a team that I see that I love right off the bat just because he has three. Well, let's let I, just just because we're going to split this podcast up right now. I just want to let the listeners know, just so you guys know, the reason we did these strategies is really, I guess, to tell you don't do these strategies because they don't yeah. really work out for you. The only strategy we can advise is make sure you get really solid running backs early in the draft. And I just want to kind of wrap up our thought process there. We tried this. We were really open to this working. We don't like it. We don't like the way that it panned out. Mm -hmm. Um, But what we're going to do now for everyone who's listening, we're going to now give out draft grades to everyone who joined us through our Discord link to do this mock draft with us in the community. So if you want to continue to listen, continue to listen. We're going to break down these people's teams. Otherwise, we'll see you on the next podcast. But Badaki, go ahead and let's start with team one. Let's, let's give out some draft grades here. Yeah, absolutely. So Paulie D, what's good, brother? Um, CMC, Travis Etienne, James Conner, Javion Hawkins, Rashad Penny. I think he's decent there. James Conner falls off and Javion Hawkins is a good guy. Calvin really, Kenneth, uh, Kenny G, Corner Sun, Clay Clay Claypool, Chase Claypool. <laughs> ta, 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 calm down. <laughs> uh, Michael Gallick, McCall Harmon. Um, your wide receivers are decent there. I, it falls off after Claypool. Darren Waller is great. And Ryan Tannehill in the ninth, I think, is good value there. I probably have to give you mm-hmm. a B. Okay, B. Tebow. All right, team two. Tebow. All right, we've got Derrick Henry, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette, Latavius Murray, 
Really strong running back room. Your wide receivers are Devontae Adams, Robert Woods, Michael Pittman, Curtis Samuel, and Corey, Corey Davis and Marvin Jones. I really like your wide receiver room as well. Um, especially Devontae Adams at the 211. I don't think Aaron Rodgers comes back, but if he does, then that's amazing value. Okay. Russell Wilson's your quarterback. Logan Thomas is your tight end. This is a good team. There's no glaring weaknesses. I think I'd be happier with your team if it was Dalvin Cook instead of Derrick Henry, but that's just my opinion. Your running back depth is great. Your wide receiver depth is great. Russell Wilson is good. Logan Thomas is a guy I think you can rely on. Badaki might not see it the same way, right. but I'm going to give this an A- minus for this team. This is an A-team minus for me. Okay. Cold world. Alvin Kamar. Team three. J.K. Dobbins. Ronald Jones. Jaden McKissick. Decent. I like the Ronald Jones pick. Should have took. I should have taken him at when I could. Justin Jefferson, yep. DJ Moore, OBJ, Tyler Boyd, Russell Gage. It's a decent. I'm not. I'm not in love with it, but it's decent. I love Justin Jefferson. I'm not in love with DJ Moore, and I like everyone else. Yeah. Uh, you got Mike Gazeki and Austin Hooper. I think Mike Gazeki. Mike Gazeki in the ninth is great in my opinion. Uh, and Josh Allen and Mike Glennon, which is probably a troll pick, but look, that's definitely a troll. Josh pick. Allen, it's awesome. I like this team. I personally like this team. I'm gonna give it a B plus, A minus. I think you could have gotten, yeah, you know, instead of taking a DJ Moore, I would have taken, you know, a Thielen maybe or a T Higgins yeah. or something like that. Okay, we don't have to give ourselves draft grades. Uh, we won't give ourselves yeah. draft grades. Team five, seven Aventi. Uh, and by the way, I'll just take this time to let people know, if you want to do these mocks with us, we do them live on YouTube often, mm-hmm. uh, two to three times a mm-hmm. week. You can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash fantasylandfootball. Subscribe there and join our Discord. You can join our Discord by going to the following link, solo.to slash fantasylandfootball. And if you're listening on podcasts, you'll actually be able to find all these links in the description. Just so you know, join our Discord so you can join these mock drafts with us. Team five. You've got Saquon, DeAndre Swift, Raheem Mostert, Trey Sermon, Javante Williams, Todd Gurley. Wide receivers are D-Hop, Mike Evans, Deontay Johnson, Jarvis Landry, Kadarius Toney. Your quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Your tight end is Dallas Goddard. So if Aaron Rodgers plays, you're great. Otherwise, you don't have a starting quarterback. That's a little bit of an issue for me. Um, I like that you secured the entire San Francisco backfield. You're like, I don't know if it's Mostert. I don't know if it's Sermon, yeah. but I'm going to grab both of them. Maybe that's a really start smart strategy to play 100%. towards the season coming. You have to figure out, okay, who's going earlier in mock drafts and how do I secure both of those guys? I, I think that's a really, really good strategy. My issue is taking Deontay Johnson in the fifth round far too early. Okay. There's no way I'm taking Deontay Johnson in the fifth round. Um, I wouldn't take an Adam Thielen there. I know he was still available. Who else was available? Brandon Ayuk, T. Higgins, Tyler Lockett, Devonta Smith, Sutton. I just cannot get there with Deontay Johnson in the fifth round. Okay. Big Ben threw 40 pass attempts per game last year, guys. And they don't want him to do that. They want him to get down to the 25 pass attempts per game. That's why they brought in Najee Harris. There will be way less targets for these Steeler wide receivers. I don't like the Deontay Johnson pick. I like every other pick, though. I'm I'm really satisfied with every other pick. I'm going to give this a B, a flat B. Okay. And that's only because of the quarterback and Deontay Johnson. All right. OJ Splash, Team 6, Zeke, Monty, Josh, Jacobs, and David Johnson. Um, I like your running backs really strong there. David Johnson, good. Um, just good depth piece. 
DK Metcalf, Adam Thielen, Devonta Smith, AJ Brown, Will Fuller, and John Brown. Look, the one thing I can see here in wide receiver room, I definitely would have taken Elijah Moore over Antonio Brown, in my personal opinion. Even a Rondell Moore over Antonio Brown. I'm not a huge fan of Antonio Brown going into this year. I know Zach is a little bit higher on him than I am, but that's my personal opinion. Noah Fant and Tyler Higby. I think that's great. You know, Tyler Higby is a deep sleeper. You got him in the 12th round there. He could have value. We all know Matthew Stafford loves a tight end. And Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. in the 10th. I think it's great value. Obviously, we're saying to avoid. But getting him in the 10th round, I think is great. In my personal opinion, I really yeah. like this team. I'm going to give this team an A. You know, I think the, I the only weakness is, weakness is A.J. Brown, in my opinion. Love it. Yeah, and A.J. Brown, quickly, I think he's a value if you get him 10th round onwards. So that is a little too early. All right, Jack, Team 7. Jonathan Taylor, Antonio Gibson, Michael Carter, Devin Singletary. Wide receivers are Keenan Allen, Jamar Chase, Robbie Anderson, Elijah Moore, Henry Ruggs, a.k.a. Henry Huggs, Gabe Davis. Your tight ends are Mark Andrews and Irv Smith, and your quarterback is Kyler Murray. This is a good team. Mm -hmm. This is actually a really, really good team. Great wide receiver depth, great running back depth, and you still have a great tight end and quarterback in Mark Andrews and Kyler Murray. I love this team. I really, really love this team. The only thing I might have done differently is not taking Jamar Chase that early. I think we're potentially overdrafting Jamar Chase. There's no guarantee that he finishes above T. Higgins this year, in my opinion. So that's the only issue I have. I'm going to give it an A-. minus. I think other than that, you killed this draft. You did really well. C, Sox, Team 8, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Melvin Gordon, Kenny and Drake, Tony Pollard. I think it falls off after Miles Sanders there, in my personal opinion. Um, your running back room, Ken, Melvin Gordon, in my opinion, there's nothing there. You know, Tony is good at, in the 13th round. And Drake, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But you got A.J. Brown, Terry, Tyler Lockett, and Marquise Hollywood Brown. I, I don't mind it. I don't mind the wide receivers. It does lack a little bit of depth, but that's okay. Lamar Jackson and Trevor Lawrence you took. You know, I, instead of taking Trevor Lawrence, I probably would have taken another wide receiver there. Uh, the guys that were still available on the board was, you know, a St. Brown, uh, a Rondell Moore, a Darnell Mooney. Maybe a little bit too early for those guys, but I would have taken a chance on those guys instead of a getting two quarterbacks. And once again, you can draft two quarterbacks, but we think that you can get different value, especially if you have one of the top five quarterbacks there. You don't need to get another quarterback for depth piece. We like to pick up uh, guys that are off the board. For example, Matthew Stafford, oh, he actually went off the board, but there's a lot of quarterbacks that are still on waiver wire, so you can pick up the waiver wire week. Um, and then Robbie, Tiny, and Trees, and Hunter Henry, I think is good, two good value um, tight ends there. I give you a B. Yep. Give you a B in my opinion. Okay. King Adams, we got three teams left here. Uh, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, Zach Moss, Darnell Henderson, LaShawn McCoy. Uh, no value there, but that's the last pick of your draft. Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, T. Higgins, DJ Chark, Brandon Cooks, Amonra St. Brown, TJ Hawkinson, and Tom Brady. This is a really good team. I think the only issue is your running back depth. Zach Moss is my RB3. I'm okay with, but I don't want to be put in that position if I can avoid it. Uh, I would have taken, instead of DJ Chark in the seventh, I would have taken Damian Harris. I would feel much more comfortable with Damian Harris as my RB3 than Zach Moss. I know some people are high on him. I don't love him. So that's where I kind of stand with that. 
You've got good depth at wide receiver. You took Tom Brady in the 10th, my quarterback six, amazing value. The only issue I have with this is the DJ Chark pick. Take Damien Harris instead of DJ Chark and then grab a wide receiver like Robbie Anderson on the way back instead of DJ Chark. And this could be an A-plus team. This is an A-minus, though. Okay. Garrett Roger Gaming at the 110 position. Nick Chubb, Najee Harris, James Robinson, and Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, I like your running back room there. Great death with James Robinson. Julito Jones, Jalen Waddle, Juju Smith, Mike Davis, and Cole Beasley. I think it's a little bit weak. You know, you don't have a true wide receiver, too. I'm assuming that's going to be Juju, but you know how we feel about Juju. We're not a huge fan of the wide receiver the Steelers wide receiver core as a whole. Herbie, Justin Herbert, and Joe Moneybag Burroughs. He's there. I think I like that. And then he got Kyle Pitts in the fourth and then Rob Gronkowski. Kyle Pitts for us is a little bit too early. I think we. I think I would have liked you to take, you know, a Chris Godwin, a, a Jamar Chase probably even there. Maybe not Jamar Chase, but definitely a Chris Godwin. Not Chris Godwin, and then you take another tight end later in those rounds instead of taking Joe Burroughs as your second quarterback. As an example, but yep. I like this team. I give it a B, B plus. I love it. All right, last team, Seb at the twelve spot. You've got Tyreek Hill, Amari Cooper, Brandon Ayuk, Nelson Aguilar. Your running backs are Cam Akers, Chris Carson, Mike Davis, Damian Harris. Good, good running back room. Your tight end. You have Adam Troutman, Evan Ingram, and Jake Butt. I don't know why you drafted Jake, Jake Butt. Maybe but. for the lulls. He always does that, I think. I think he did that in the last Jake one. Butt. <laughs> uh, That's funny. Your quarterback is Stafford. You also have Deshaun Watson in case anything happens with him. This is a really good team, man. There's no weaknesses on this team, in my opinion. Uh, tight end, sorry, is the only weakness. This is an a, a B plus team because okay. Troutman, I can't rely on Evan Ingram. Can I rely on him? I don't really know. So B plus. It's a good team though. Uh, I I like the team. But um, all right, guys. I hope this was fun. This is, we don't normally do this on a podcast. Yeah. I I hope I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, it. I hope you enjoyed it. You learned something from me. If you want to do, if you wanted to do some more of these, let us know. You know, we have the join our Discord because we put the links up. The way that you could be a part of this if you join our Discord link because you wouldn't have known. So check that out. Discord or solo.to slash fantasylandfootball. That's where you can go Mm -hmm. check out all the links for all the stuff. Also, patreon.com slash fantasylandfam if you want to join our leagues. If you want to do a real draft with us, Zach and Badaki and the Fantasyland community, patreon.com slash fantasylandfam. Three different tiers. Redraft, Dynasty, and best of both worlds where you can play both Redraft and Dynasty. We're really excited, and you get a lot more bonus episodes, rankings, all the exclusive stuff, unlimited Q and A. Man, there's so much that we're giving out. All you got to do is sign mm-hmm. up. That's right, hundred percent. So, long story short, uh, this podcast in five seconds. Don't do strategies except heavy RB. <laughs> we are biased. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. There wasn't as many bants probably as you as you normally expect, um, but we can promise you that we have a really exciting series coming up next. Talk it up. We've had a lot of growth on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hitting really cool numbers right now, and we're really excited about it. So, really appreciate you guys. We can uh, promise you that there will be great content coming forward. Mm-hmm. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next week.
See you there. See you there. Hey. Hey. Yeah, you. The one listening to this podcast. You made a good decision today. Keep making those good decisions. You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching. Because you, you deserve it.